0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, we're down here at Bondi Beach, it's 5.30am and the sun is up and it's stunning. Uh, There's a fog come in to cover the whole beach in a mist and uh, there's a nice surf, you can hear it in the background. Surfers are already out there. Sharks have had their feed. Uh, I'm about to go for my ocean swim. What a gorgeous start to the day. This month's theme on my website is Find Your Inspiration. And I have been a little bit blessed because over the last weeks, I've seen people's visions, uh, vision quests and visions that they've been doing with me, start to manifest into statements of intent for 2021. And... A statement of intent for 2021 right now is probably one of the most important things that you can have for finding your inspiration. I think, number one, the statement of your intent for 2021, your big goal, isn't your inspiration. Uh, The inspiration comes from the lifestyle that you live in the process of getting there. Inspiration comes from how many people you help uh, during the process of that year, I think it comes from uh, a sense of love, not just for people, but for life, for nature, for your life, for you, for what you do. And I think most importantly for what you do, it's just so easy to lose our inspiration because we start focusing on the end goal, our intent for the year, and lose the real concept of what is inspiration. And inspiration, we have to remind ourselves daily, is the engine room That gives us the petrol, gives us the energy, gives us the commitment, gives us the stability, gives us the constancy, and gives us the uh, sustainability of working towards our end goal, our big intent, our primary goal. So, as you work towards your primary goal... For the year 2021. There are two key variables. One is dropping out of inspiration and therefore losing the energy or the enthusiasm that will give you the petrol. And then having to drop into reserves such as alcohol, coffee, food, uh, anger, disappointment, frustration, and all these reserve energy tanks that we've got that drive us through periods where we lose inspiration. I'm not sure that those energy tanks are healthy. I'm not sure that those energy tanks are going to produce the sustainability that we need for our end goal. So as much as nature's given us those capacities. The four substitutes, and if you you can't remember them, I'll just go through them quickly. The four substitutes for inspiration, which is the driving energy on a daily sustainable basis to build your end goal. The four substitutes are food, oral, stomach. So number one is the stomach appetite. And that includes drugs and alcohol. Anything goes through the mouth. So that's a substitute, and of course there's a healthy volume, healthy amount that goes through the mouth uh, to keep us awake and alive and sustained, but when it starts to become more calories in than we burn, more protein in than we need, more uh, fibre than necessary, more bread what we're doing is packing ourselves, it's called packing. P-A-C-K-N packin'. packin'. We're packing our stomach to substitute for the emptiness to try and fill the lost feeling of lost inspiration. Because lost inspiration makes us feel lost, empty, alone. So staying inspired. Finding your inspiration becomes important from a dietary point of view and a health point of view because all of that, people start to run more, train more, exercise more, just to try and keep the weight down that they're putting on from eating badly. And eating badly is a substitute for inspiration. So it all ties together. I hope you can see that. The second element or second substitute for inspiration is greed. Greed is a hilarious word. I don't really understand what it means. But I see how it manifests. It manifests in nastiness, uh, where we would deny another person's happiness in the interest of our own. Greed comes in the form of emotional control, where we say our emotional state our emotional beliefs are more important than somebody else's. That's greed. Greed comes in the form of micromanagement that's fearful. Greed is a substitute. Nature gave it to us, and it's a substitute for lost inspiration. we don't feel the passion and love for life and the passion and love for what we do, and the passion and love for ourselves and the passion and love for nature. When we don't feel those things, greed becomes a substitute. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people are in the state of greed, trying to make the world look the way they want, trying to have their emotions be the dominant emotions, trying to lead a little bit with frustration. And again, those lower emotions, frustration, anger, uh, jealousy, envy, resentment, uh, overwhelm, start to creep in when we become greedy. Greed is another word, by the way, that marries well with impatience, so the greed substitute is a red flag, and a red flag is a red flag, in this case, for lost inspiration. The third substitute is sex and sexuality. A healthy amount of sex and a healthy appetite for sex is one of the most vital signs of inspiration, and yet the obsession with it, the obsession with the opposite sex or the same sex, of staring at it, uh, being, uh, what's the word for it, obsessed by it, by flirting by seeking approval of other people which is the ultimate end of sexuality by an insatiable desire appetite for pleasure this substitute is a really dangerous one because it's it's so close to health you know a healthy sexual appetite and then an unhealthy sexual appetite it crosses a such a fine boundary and you know, people ask me what is health and what is ill health when it comes to sexuality. And to be honest with you, I can't just pin it down to a couple of words. But I recognize it when I see it. I think at the end of the day, it's a reliance, it's, it's, a, it's a loss of self reliance in terms of being inspired. It's trying to get someone else into our lives to inspire us or to make us feel like we're inspired. So it even can go into, uh, uh, you know, uh, codependency. And that's not sexual. Codependency can be emotional or, or vision, depending on another person's vision for happiness, not having our own self-reliance. <laughs> so the sexual appetite... Is a tricky one, but a very important one to acknowledge. And the sexual appetite will only be there when we lose inspiration. The third is the weird one. The fourth substitute is the weird one. The fourth substitute is spirituality. Spirituality, for the most part, is the appetite and the desire to feel good. And who can deny us the right? Who would say that's wrong? To feel good is a really important element of being happy, being a full human. So who would deny us that right? And the answer is nobody. So sexuality creeps into our, our list of make-me-happy uh make-me-happy uh, <clears throat> uh, process. Spirituality creeps in, and we start meditating and doing yoga and doing all the things that we call spiritual in order to, in some ways, feel superior, in some ways feel better. But if spirituality was never intended for that. Spirituality was intended to inspire you, and if you're inspired, you don't need Spirituality. there's no need for a spiritual substitute. There's no need to be sitting in meditation if you stay inspired all day. There's no need to be uh, rolling around in peyote or doing something in in ayahuasca retreats or doing something in Bali. There's no need for those things if you're inspired. You won't even have an appetite for them. So it's a really important you know, a little convoluted, But spirituality would be there to make you happy. Happiness is uh, aligned with being inspired. Inspired is aligned with not needing to, be, uh, to seek, inspira- seek inspiration and therefore not seek spirituality. One of the great ways to prevent the loss of inspiration is to try to use nature's universal laws to have a realistic expectation of what's going to happen today, tomorrow, and the next day in your life, and therefore not be, not lose your inspiration because things don't go exactly how you thought they would. Sometimes things go, things go exactly as they meant to, exactly as the universe intended them to, exactly, exactly, and then we cry. We become what's called ungrateful. We become uh, we ob- start to observe what's wrong rather than what's right with life. And when we get our expectations that are all muddled, <clears throat> we go, <clears throat> How could this happen to me? How could it happen to my family? How could this happen? And yet, if there's uh, w- 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 what do we know about uh, nature's universal laws? Well, let's just run through a quick few of them. What you repress, your children will express. What you repress, what you don't love about you, what you what you repress about yourself, someone in your near proximity will express. Another a, a universal law. So if you've got a kid who's not well or you've got a, a partner who's uh, gone into some state of unpleasantness, it's because you've repressed that unpleasantness in yourself and you're experiencing it but just don't admit it. Another one would be what you judge in the world. You breed in your children, attract in a partner, or become yourself. That's a universal principle. Why? Because the purpose of your existence on this planet is to evolve. And what stops you evolving is the things you judge. So if you think about it, the perfect symmetry of of your existence on this planet is the fact that you will breed, attract, or become the things you judge because you will have to learn to love them. There's no place on earth you can run far enough away from the things you judge in the earth. If you say, I want to live alone up in the Himalayas in a, in a, in a, in a meditation uh, hut for the next uh, three years, three months, three weeks, three days, three hours, three minutes, three seconds, which is the aim of all Buddhist people in the Himalayas, then you will live alone. And everything you judge, everything you judge, In yourself, you'll be, you'll witness, you'll experience. And therefore, you don't run away from it, do you? You run into it. And then if you say, I'm leaving this partner because they have X, Y, Z qualities, and you get another partner, they will have exactly the same qualities as your last. So when we talk about moving on or letting go of the past, we talk about loving it the qualities in the person that we are leaving or the situation that we're leaving to move forward, we're talking about being grateful, loving it, which freezes in a way to move forward and find something, a new shit to work on rather than just repeating old shit with a new partner. That's why a lot of people try to stay single because they don't want to repeat old shit with a new partner. Well, that means they haven't moved on really. To move on means... To love it in the past, so we're getting a little off track here. Staying inspired really, really, really means to uh, to firstly be aware when you're using substitutes, the four substitutes: stomach, greed, which is mine, sex, which is uh, uh, self-respect, self-approval, self-belief. And spirituality, the appetite to get away from what is real and what is beautiful. So, they're the four substitutes. Staying inspired means having a routine. Not because it's fixed and hard and harsh and strong and tough and mean. Having a routine means that you stay inspired. That's all it is. That you wake up and go, you, you know, if you say, I'm going to go bike riding every single day. And you wake up tired. You go, I'm going to go anyway. That's not routine. That's not staying inspired. That's a hard, cold existence. That may be worthwhile because it may mean that you stay in a good space. Of course, you may be lazy. But it also may mean you're running against your own tiredness. Staying inspired is the petrol that fuels your big goal for 2021. So understanding what 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 is required to stay inspired is really important. So for the next 30 days, my blog will be dedicated to the topic of staying inspired. As it was last month, it was dedicated to intuition. A really important quality for anybody uh, who wants to build out wealth and relationship and love, intuition. So this month, staying inspired. This month, we'll be talking about substitutes. This month, we'll be talking about what your, what a routine looks like and where it helps to avoid laziness, which comes from maybe tiredness or overcooking it, and where it actually becomes a hard, cold, uh, calculating piece of uh, military discipline that is of no real support in staying inspired. We've become, as I've heard from so many people, they're they're so infatuated by the idea of the SAS show uh, on television, where the people, celebrities, are taken into very harsh military environments and get them tested. And I don't think it proves anything more than who has the most mental strength. But mental strength without a big goal is just a, it's it's like being a weightlifter with no uh, nothing to do. No weights to lift. Staying inspired is really important. Staying inspired keeps you young, it keeps you healthy, it keeps you fit, it keeps you friendly. Staying inspired includes your influence on other people, not just yourself. As you know, with the with the laws of nature, we work on three topics: vision, inspiration, purpose. Your purpose for next year is your big goal. Your vision for next year are the smaller goals that enable you, and your inspiration now becomes the major focus of your, of your life, staying inspired. So this topic for the month is a really important topic so that you turn up next year 100% and stay turned up and avoid getting caught up in substitutes by mis- and mistaking them for a real inspiration for the rest of the year hope you can hear the sound of this beautiful ocean in the background. You can't see from the podcast the concept of this sunrise, the mist on the beach, people sitting everywhere doing their things, running, the, the, the board riders ready to run into the water, all 20 of them with their beautiful coloured boards and their swimmers on, doing their training for surf life-saving, people sweating, straining, the lifeguards putting up the flags. I can't see the end of the beach because of the fog. It's so beautiful. And out to sea, I can see rolling swells and breaking waves. It's quite incredible. It's so good, in fact, I'm going to go for a swim in it right now. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.